Tom Borelli is a PhD molecular biologist turned political activist and a Newsmax contributor. Deneen Borelli is the author of Blacklash and a Fox News contributor. They're the Borellis, exposing government corruption and championing freedom, giving you the truth in black and white. This is Reigniting Liberty. Hey folks, thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty. I'm Deneen Borelli, along with Dr. Tom Borelli is in the house. Dr. Tom, how you doing? Hey, I'm back again. You can't get rid of me yet. Who says I tried? (laughs) (laughs) Did I give something away? Wait. Um, Maybe, maybe. All right. Well, Dr. Tom is in the house, folks. Hey, thanks for tuning in. So listen, Disney, 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 all things Disney. All right. Today's episode, Punish Woke Disney Now. So look, last episode, we discussed the woke Disney company, and it's been getting a lot of traction, actually, this news story in general and and overall. The company is fighting against the parental rights in education, the parental rights in education law in Florida. And the law prohibits the instruction or discussion of sexual issues and topics to very young children in the classrooms. No brainer, right? Well, we're going to go beyond the outrage of Disney's actions. And, you know, you can tune in to other newscasts or or podcasts or or videocasts or whatever, but, you know, to, to, to check out the venting of the outrage that's going on. But the Borelli's bringing you the truth in black and white we're going to focus on something a little different because we want to provide you with what's really happening, what's going on, why it's happening, to provide context to you, the listeners and the viewers, and also to give you ideas on how to change things because you, the individual, the parent, the grandmom and grandpa, or even if you're, you're not, how you can play a role to make a difference. Right, Dr. Tom? Oh, that's right, Deneen. And again, what makes us a little bit different than most people is that we worked in corporate America. We were there combined, believe it or not, almost 50 years. So we know the inner workings of a corporation. So in this podcast, we're going to relay our experiences with respect to how a company like Disney can actually come to a decision like that. What happens inside a corporation how and why it's important for you to punish Disney, and that's really important, and how you can play a role, what each and every one of you can do to send Disney a message that it needs to hear and see. But first, let's review the controversy to bring everybody back up to speed. So this law is about parental rights and it's about protecting children as well. But the Democrats from day one, they came out against the bill itself. They have come out against the law and they have changed the title of it. They've changed the actual language of it. Essentially, 
that is their their mantra. That is what they were doing in terms of trying to change the debate and the topic about this whole thing, but also to really confuse people about this whole issue because the word gay does not appear in the title, does not appear within the body of the law. That is something people need to understand. Again, parental rights in education. Yeah, in Florida, what's wrong we, with parental rights in education? Right? What, what's Full wrong stop. with that? What's wrong with that? And that's why the left has to use propaganda to twist the words to drive their agenda. Yes. And that's what they always do. It's not just this topic. That's what they always do. Uh, but you have Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. He signed this into law recently. And he is taking on Disney. And thank goodness he is standing up to Disney. Uh, Florida schools that are indoctrinating and grooming very young children, Dr. Tom. Some of the topics and the issues they are discussing are horrifying. I cannot believe what is going on in the classrooms, not only in Florida, but it's also in other schools around the country. And parents are shut out of this discussion. These young children, they are being approached and talked to about changing their pronouns, changing their genders, wanted to be, to be called different names and what they were named from what their parents named them. There's just so much going on instead of focusing on reading, writing, and arithmetic to teach our children. But uh, here is a quote, Dr. Tom, from Governor Ron DeSantis, and I quote, This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. End quote, Dr. Tom. Yeah, that was a great quote uh, by Governor DeSantis. And what's even more important than his words, he's putting words into action. Governor DeSantis is considering stripping Disney of the company's special privileges that they have in Florida. It turns out 55 years ago, there's a law that allows Disney to effectively act as its own governing body within its own property, within yeah. a theme park. And DeSantis is considering repealing that law, which would then put Disney under the control of the county government. So DeSantis is matching actions with his words. Which is great because, gee, how often do you see that happen? Rarely. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is uh, uh, this is huge for parents because you, you can't sit on the sidelines for this one, folks. Uh, folks really need to be vocal and understand and realize what's going on. The Democrats, the radical left, they want to repeal this law. They despise this law. And here's a statement from Disney. And I quote, our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. And we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that, end quote. Now, look, Disney is acting as a social activist, right? The suits in Disney think that this is the thing to do. This is the way to go. This is a children's company, people. Hello. Like, what, what are they thinking? 
children's company, the whole branding, the whole imaging, but this is the route that Disney wants to go. They are using its resources to drive the left-wing vision of society that's out of the mainstream. This is where they're going right now. And opposition to this law, Dr. Tom, is only part of Disney's radical political agenda. Because as part of the company's Reimagine Tomorrow, that's what it's called, Reimagine Tomorrow. Sounds like a horror movie to me. <laughs> it is a horror movie. It sounds like it's a movie that's not going to end <laughs> anytime soon. But part of this is uh, Disney executive for general entertainment. Part of this campaign, they were on a video conference call talking about this campaign. And they are vowing to have more inclusivity of all things gay in their productions. So during the same discussion, Dr. Tom, an employee commented about the elimination of gender pronouns throughout their parks last summer. Now, here is a quote from the Disney Diversity and Inclusion Manager, and I quote, Last summer, we removed all gendered greetings in relationship to our live spiels. We no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's hello, everyone, or hello, friends. We no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages, end quote, Dr. Tom. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering where this uh, diversity and inclusion manager is. When Disney shops its theme parks and its products in countries that actually persecute gay individuals, where's the inclusion manager there? This is an amazing hypocrisy. What they're doing here in the United States, they're taking shareholder money and trying to circumvent parental rights in the classroom. But around the world, they stay mum when it comes to countries that actually persecute and punish gay individuals. And they also have that huge theme park in Shanghai, China. That's right, China. China, who's been, their charges against China for, for what they're doing uh, to the Uyghur uh, people there in mainland China. So Disney is silent on that. There's human rights violations that have been charged against China with respect to the Uyghurs. And yet Disney's inclusion manager, I don't hear her on a video saying anything about that, right? Well, they are, it's, it's selective outrage on the part of Disney, Dr. Tom. And they also have cruises uh, to the Dominican Republic and the Dominican Republic doesn't recognize same-sex marriage. So it's selective outrage with this new law in Florida versus their actual actions that Disney is doing, not only in America, but around the world. So- Which brings yeah. me to another point. So some Disney employees walked out did a protest because of the Florida law. How come now yeah. we're not walking out over the Dominican Republic or Saudi Arabia, where I, I think homo, uh, you know, gays are, are outlawed? How come they only walk out when it has something to do with the United States and not globally? It's not sure. a consistent message. No, you're right. It's not. And this is us pointing out the hypocrisy in all of this. And then again, it's selective outrage 
And unless you're actually following this uh, story, this issue about Disney, woke Disney, you're not going to know everything that we just pointed out just now. So uh, uh, this is why I wanted to bring this to folks' attention, uh, the, the huge hypocrisy and double standard uh, that Disney is incorporating here. So I, I want to switch gears, Dr. Tom, and, and talk about what the media is doing, media outlets. What are they doing? They're attacking conservatives over this. It's all the big, bad conservatives' faults, and they are defending, they are embracing Disney. They are embracing woke Disney. But uh, here's another thing, Dr. Tom. Democrats are exploiting this whole thing. They are exploiting everything about this issue, this story. New York City mayor, for example, Eric Adams, he's a newly elected mayor. He is using billboards to recruit Floridians to move to New York. Like maybe you were a New Yorker and you moved to Florida. He's trying to recruit them to come back. Come on back. They have these new digital billboards in major cities in Florida. And one of them reads, and I quote, Come to the city where you can say whatever you want, end quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can come to New York City and be mugged in the subway. You know, how, how friendly right. is that? Oh, and oh, by the way, the taxes in New York State, in New York City are also punishing. So it's not really a good message. But again, uh, new Mayor Adams isn't uh, a rocket scientist, as we're finding out. Well, let's move on to the uh, employees at Disney, Dr. Tom, because some of them are outraged as well, because not all of Disney's employees support uh, the repeal of this new law. And you mentioned earlier how some of the employees, they protested, they walked off their jobs uh, for a day or a couple of days uh, demanding action and, and pushing back against this law that, again, protects parental rights and protects children. But on the flip side, there are employees who support this law. They support parental rights and they support protect, protecting young children, Dr. Tom. No, absolutely. And it's an example of poor management where not only have you called it, caused an external controversy, you've caused an internal controversy. And again, after working in corporate America for many years, the morale of a corporation in headquarters, as well as the facilities around the world are really important. And the CEO there has destroyed that. He's created chaos internally and externally. What a bang up job. And he'll still get his bonus and whatever raise and whatever, right? Uh, it's, it's probably not going to change anything. I wonder what the shareholders are thinking about this and what ash action could be taken. But uh, it's, it's really a shame. Again, this is a you know children's company where parents have trusted Disney for many, many years, I would think. And now that, that's not the case. Uh, so, I mean, this calls into question, Dr. Tom, why did Disney decide to take such a position against parents and against children? Well, I think, first of all, you have to recognize that the company itself and its executives are extremely liberal. California, you know, Hollywood area, that's the orientation of the management. And what happens a lot, especially these days, is they end up hiring people who think and act like them. They may look different occasionally, but they think and act like them. So there's a yeah. total lack 
of ideological diversity. Now, when we were in corporate America, there would be a big table talking about some very different issues, and a lot of people had different perspectives. Yours truly, of course, <laughs> sometimes was the fly in the ointment where I would say, well, what happens if we do this? What are the consequences? I was tolerated for saying that and sometimes even encouraged because what that did is it put uh, you know, barriers uh, in, in speed bumps not to allow this sort of group think effort. And this is my speculation that's based on my years of experience. It's group think there. It was rah, rah, rah. Everybody thinks the same and no one dare stand up and challenge the CEO. Cause you know what happens when the King's not wearing any clothes, right? Uh, what happens to that individual, right? Or if you shoot the messenger more likely, that's a better example. They shoot the messenger and in corporate America these days, if you just say, yes, I'm boss, it's all okay. Whatever you want, you get your stock options, you get your bonus. You do not get financially rewarded for saying yeah. something different than the group think. So I think that is a primary driver. And you also saw it with the executive who you read the quote from, uh, that they, you know, getting rid of the pronouns, the inclusion manager. Well, what do you think an inclusion manager is all about? She's probably most likely in the, the corporate infrastructure and the other individual who wants to incorporate uh, more gay images or themes uh, in, their, in their movies and in their cartoons, I guess. I don't know. But this is all run from the, the corporation executives because they all think alike. And then when some people start complaining about the Florida law, it just lands on fertile ground and they run with it without thinking of the consequences because there's no one home. There's no one there to say, hold on, wait a minute, time out, throw the penalty flag. Let's think about the consequences. That didn't happen. Yeah, there, there are no adults in the room, I guess. <laughs> well, that's one well, way to say it. Yeah, you know, and, and I guess no one in the room, speaking of being in the room, uh, I guess they didn't learn anything from uh, the Virginia election. No? <laughs> what happened there? I mean, there? that would have been, look, that would have been the first thing I would have been saying if I was in, in that corporate room. First of all, parents around the country are engaged. They're very concerned what's going on in the classroom. And we're going to lead me playing the Disney person, we're going to lead with challenging parental rights to talk about gender, gender identification in kindergarten? No, that would be a huge mistake. That's what someone should have been saying because the environment is totally changed, but they're insulated. They live in California. They all talk the same way. They all think the same way and they've lost touch. You know, ironically, with actually their customers, who are many who are from red states. So they lost contact with their customers. It's crazy. No, it is. It is. Uh, and, you know, Disney also feels like many companies that it's their job to change society, right? Uh, you know, in the old days, companies were there to provide goods and services and provide for their consumers, listen to the consumer demand and fill in that niche, right? To, to provide goods and services. And, and also about shareholder profits. 
But now that that's not the case. And it's not just Disney, it's many other uh, companies as well, Dr. Tom. No, that's right. And, and this is what they call uh, the ESG, Environmental, Social and Corporate Governance, yeah. ESG. This is the theme that companies no longer just have to deliver a profit for their shareholders and take care of their employees. No, you must take care of the environment. You must take care of uh, society and, so and get involved in social issues. And you must run your corporation according to good corporate governance. Nothing wrong with the last one. But the other ones are a slippery slope. I mean, society, how do you measure getting involved in society? And, and, and what is the downside? Well, there is right? no measure. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's, it's a free fall. Emotional. You, right. It, and it, they're just opening themselves up to endless criticism because it's never going to be enough. Like we just mentioned, oh, you want to be a socially responsible company, Disney. So you're worried about gender identification in kindergarten. Well, good for you. But what are you doing in China? How can you defend that in your ESG mantle? They can't. And that's why this whole thing is a fraud. Is a fraud propagated by the Democrat activists who's smart enough to figure out the importance of taking over corporations. Yes, indeed. This is a vehicle to hijack corporations and to use their resources to fight for their radical causes. And we've been seeing this going on for many, many years. Dr. Thomas started with CSR, corporate social responsibility, and now it's ESG, all these initials, right? But it's the same nonsense that they're doing, but they are, you know, it's, it's, it's like on steroids now. Uh, with ESG, Dr. Tom, this opens companies up to more criticism. Disney claims, like you said, to uh, help the gay community, but it, it does business in countries that punish uh, gay individuals. You mentioned the theme parks. Uh, I mentioned the cruises they have. I think there's an annual gay cruise or something that they do on the Disney ships. Um, so that, let's that get cruise to- cruise is not going to Saudi Arabia. I don't think so. No, right? <laughs> if it's it does, it'd be a surprise to me. Right? Yeah, right? right? No, no, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, so why is it important to punish Disney, Dr. Tom? Well, you know, Disney and its shareholders need to understand that there is a cost to advance in the radical, crazy Democrat agenda. There is a cost and there is a price to pay, especially when it comes to teaching very young children the nonsense that they want to teach. I understand. Um, I think this week there were some schools that removed some books uh, from their libraries or from their classrooms, Dr. Tom, since all of this has, has come about. Some schools in, New York, in uh, Florida have removed some books. Yeah, there's uh, I have a story here right in front of me uh, from the South Florida Sun Sentinel, uh, yeah. published, I think, today, quote, Florida school district pulls two books about transgender kids, including I Am Jazz. Now, I had no idea I Am Jazz, but let's stick with me here. Quote, two books about transgender kids, inclu including Broward resident Jazz Jennings, quote, I Am Jazz, have been removed from Palm County uh, Beach classrooms and libraries in response to new Florida law. Quote, I Am Jazz tells the story of a transgender child based on the experience of Jennings, who socially transitioned in kindergarten and shares her journey through gender surgeries and societal challenges 
on her TLC reality series of the same name, now in its seventh season. Who knew? But in any event, yeah, I, I that, wasn't aware that, of that. That book and another book were pulled from uh, classrooms in, in, Palm, in Palm Beach County. And because of the pan pandemic, actually, a, a lot of parents have found out a lot of things that were going on in classrooms and in the libraries that are unacceptable for school age children. So this law is like smoking things out, you know, if you will, uh, because Disney, getting back to Disney, they want to use their entertainment propaganda for social change. They're trying to be the figurehead, the, the, the front of the line, the, the, you know, the front band, so to speak, uh, to, to, to initiate this change for, for young children. And it's a, I hope more and more parents, grandparents, even if you're not, will be vocal and speak out against this. Look into what they are trying to teach these young children. Look at what they are saying in these classrooms. This is up to the parent to decide what their children should be learning when it comes to sex, 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 sex education. It's, this is a parental issue, a parental right. It's not up to corporations, it's not up to teachers. This is up to the parent. Right, Danine, and, and this is why it's so important to punish Disney and punish Disney now. Disney and its shareholders need to understand that there's a cost there's a financial cost to crazy Democrat ideas to propagate those ideas in, in kindergarten and teaching young students about gender identity. They need to pay a financial cost to one, wake up Disney. And think about it. Disney is essentially promising to engage in propaganda to include some of these themes in their productions. So they're are really being a, a propaganda outfit with respect to circumventing uh, the parents' rights. And the most important thing here is if the backlash is big enough, it will not only send a message to Disney, but also to other companies who are weighing into issues that they shouldn't be. It will put a, a downside risk, a cost for them sticking their nose into places it doesn't belong. So right. it's important to send Disney message strongly so other companies also get the message to say, oops, we're not going to walk into that trap, into that, into that minefield that Disney just did. We don't want that quicksand in our company. That's why getting at Disney today is so important. And let's sure. not also forget, <laughs> Disney also owns ABC News. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, they're a media right. company. Yep. Fake ABC News. So, you know, if I don't like what uh, George Stephanopoulos is twisting the news on, on his Sunday morning program, what am I going to do? What I usually do, I don't turn on the TV. But now I can sure. get at Disney and remind them that we don't like their fake news either. Right. So it's a, also a way going after Disney also gives the individual cit citizen a way to get at ABC News as well. Absolutely. So what can people do specifically, Tom? How can they play a role? Well, I, I think the most important thing about what we have today, which we never had before, is social media. Social media provides each and every citizen with a way 
to send a message directly to Disney, whether it be a short video, whether it would be uh, ripping up uh, theme park tickets, whether it is, you know, uh, putting those Disney uh, Mickey Mouse hats in a fireplace and lighting them up uh, safely. <laughs> Canceling <laughs> the most streaming service. Right. The most important thing to do, right, the streaming service is another one. The cancellation yeah. notice I just canceled. But the most important thing when you do that action is to capture it and then send it out on social media. On Twitter, you can send whatever video clip, whatever pitch you have, you can send it directly to at Disney. And there are a number of Disney uh, handles uh, on Twitter. Same thing for Instagram, and I bet same thing in Facebook. And once other individuals see that, they will also have the same idea, do it themselves, but also propagate and spread the uh, message that you sent your action, because if you just cancel your Disney Plus, for example, don't say anything about it, that doesn't really have an impact. But what we do know is if you put it out on social media, they, they will know it. And we know from our own personal experience, companies follow their own Twitter feed. And that is a direct message into a corporation. Years ago, all you could do was complain, call on the phone, and that would go nowhere. Right? Send a letter, a letter gets, or an email. That gets, right. tossed, that gets tossed in the garbage. But yep. here, every citizen who's concerned and outraged has the opportunity to send a direct message to Disney, a message that they can't really ignore. No, and, and this story is not going away. I mean, clearly, Disney made a huge mistake by sticking its nose uh, into this issue, an issue that should be determined by parents, Dr. Tom. And, you know, as a result of Disney's wokeness, the company is suffering significant reputational and brand damage. And then I'm waiting to see what kind of shareholder backlash there might be as well that, you know, time will tell. But let's send Disney a message, folks. Let's send Disney a message that they will not forget. Stop trying to destroy the nuclear family, Disney. Democrats, radicals, whoever you are, and leave the kids alone, period. So Dr. Tom, that brings us to the end of another episode of Reigniting Liberty. Folks, uh, I hope you will spread the word, tell your friends. They can check out Reigniting Liberty on video or on your favorite iPod, iTunes program. So uh, Dr. Tom, I'll see you next time, folks. Thanks for checking us out. And remember, everyone has a role to play. What are you doing for liberty? Until next time. This has been Reigniting Liberty with Tom and Deneen Borelli, the truth in black and white. For exclusive video footage of these interviews, be sure to follow Deneen Borelli on Clout Hub at Deneen Borelli. And also make sure to visit DeneenBorelli.com. Follow Tom Borelli on Twitter at Tom Borelli and follow Deneen at Deneen Borelli. Subscribe wherever you listen and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reigniting Liberty, the truth in black and white.